Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. This is episode 28. I'm Mary, and I'm here with Brian, and uh, happy December. Yep. So today we have three segments for you. The first segment, we're going to go over some Christmas movie trivia or just facts about the movies that we've picked. We have some weird news to share with you guys. I know you guys like that segment. And then Mary did some research on a marketing prank. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So you have until December 7th, 2018, this year, to enter our Christmas giveaway. Uh, Just go to tinyurl.com slash sspodcast to enter and win a free, or it's free, obviously, because we're just giving it, but (laughs) enter a sass stories and sarcasm Christmas ornament. Yeah. So, Brian, what's new with you this week? So this week I discovered that I have like a crack in my uh, rubber phone case that oh, I've had no. for about two years. This is this is honestly the biggest news for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean it's still functional, but I might have to get a new one. And if I do get a new one, I'm considering if I should get one of those like phone cases with like the wallet sleeve at the end. Mm-hmm. Those are always seem pretty handy. The always the downside is if you lose your phone, you lose your like credit card as well. <laughs> and you seem to lose your wallet and your phone often, so to have them together might be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. You know what? I don't think I lose my phone. I lose my keys quite a bit. I always manage to find my phone. Yeah. So maybe well, maybe that's only because be there's a there's a find my friends option or find my phone option, so you can uh, always find your phone online. That's true. That's so true. That's why you don't lose your phone. That and uh, I love my phone. <laughs> All right. Um, how about you, Mary? What, what about uh, – how was your week? Any new updates? Um, so I know I talked about going to Bath & Body Works on Black Friday a while ago, but um, this past weekend they had Bath & Body Works Candle Day, so all of their um, big three-wick candles that usually cost like 22 to $25, they were on sale for $9.00. And so I got a few more of those, and I've been enjoying the smell. Um, I can't smell that many of their scents or, like, any scents in general. So I really like the, what's it called, the hot cocoa and cream scent. Um, that's my favorite of their candles right now. So I've been burning those a lot. Oh, yeah. You uh, you showed me one of those when I was over there. That one definitely smelled, had the, one of the stronger smells. Yeah, it smells like it chocolate. Like, uh, it smells chocolate, like hot chocolate. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely a good smell to have. Who doesn't want house. to smell hot chocolate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So first, we wanted to talk about some Christmas movie trivia. Um, it's a great time to watch all those old Christmas movies that you watched as a kid, and you know, every year, year after year. Um, one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies is Elf, and crazy to think, but it came out 15 years ago. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we were like 10 years old um, in like fourth or fifth grade. Um, mm-hmm. So a few of the facts from there is the elf Ming Ming, who appears briefly at the beginning of the film, is played by Peter Billingsley, who starred as Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Um, in Elf, he was the one that was trying to cheer Buddy up at the beginning and telling him that, you know, he's good at doing things. So next time you watch that movie, look out for um, little Ralphie. Um, as an adult, um, this the screenplay first emerged in 1993, and Jim Carrey was attached to star in it, but um, and it came out in 2003. Um, and then in 2013, Will Ferrell turned down 29 million dollars to star in Elf 2. Now I don't 
I'd be so weird to have Jim Carrey as Buddy. And to think yeah. that he wouldn't have been, he probably wouldn't have been the Grinch in the um, Jim Carrey version of the Grinch if he had been in Elf. So That's true. It would have altered, you know, Christmas movies forever. Yeah. I and don't then, know about um, a sequel to Elf. It was so good. The The first one was so good. I'm not sure if a sequel would, yeah, would be good for Yeah, it's probably for the that. best. Will Ferrell, that was smart of him to turn, I mean, turn down, 20, 20, he clearly doesn't need the money. Um, yeah. $9 million to star in Elf 2. I do know that they made it into a Broadway show. And actually, I saw that one year with my family. Um, that was pretty good. And they made it into a musical. But it's probably best that they didn't make it an Elf 2. Um, and then two other facts. Several minor traffic accidents occurred when Will Ferrell walked through the Lincoln Tunnel in his costume because people were so surprised and distracted from their driving to see him wearing an Elf outfit. Now, I mean, I would do the same thing. It'd be so crazy to see Will Ferrell, first of all, but to see him dressed as an Elf. Yeah, uh, if I saw Will, Will Ferrell just as an elf, I'd probably uh, divert my eyes from the road for a tiny amount of time, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then lastly, Will Ferrell suffered from headaches throughout filming because he actually had to eat all of the sugary foods in the elf food pyramid on camera. Candy canes, candy corns, candy, and syrup. So That's right. Can't forget about the maple syrup. <laughs> yeah. And then I also read that... Uh, you know, and he had to, he was eating those cotton balls at the doctor's office in the movie. Mm-hmm. Those are just undyed cotton candy. Oh, okay. That's good. I yeah. was, I, you know, I actually got worried that uh, <laughs> he was just eating cotton balls. That would be pretty bizarre. Now, I'll share another movie. But first, Brian, do you want to share about The Grinch, the original Grinch? Right. So this is the 1966 How the Grinch Stole Christmas. None of this new stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So the lyrics to the song Fahu Fores, which I guess was before Dahu Dores. No, Brian, that's just how it goes. That's the name of the song. I thought it was Dahu Dores. No, it's Fahu Fahu Fores. You just, if you listen to the last episode, you'd know that Brian texted um, Elise and I Dahu Dores out of the blue, but it's really Fahu Fores, apparently. What Anyways, are on. we sure? Okay, I'm gonna have to look this up later. But anyways, <laughs> so the the lyrics to the song "Fahu Fore" were made to imitate classical Latin. After the special aired, the studio revealed or uh, received letters asking for the translation for people to believe this is actual Latin, which is kind of funny because it's 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 fake Latin, and uh, everyone's like, "Ooh, what does it mean? What does it mean?" Okay, nope, quick update. I just looked up, looked up the lyrics. It's Fahu Fores, Dahu Dores. So okay, so we're both right. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. So for another fun fact, Thor Ravenscroft, by the way, that's a great last name, <laughs> who sang who sang the song is best known uh, as the voice of Tony the Tiger in the Frosted Flakes commercials. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, it's good to know that Tony the Tiger has. Uh, another way to make money outside of just those commercials. <laughs> it's great. It is great. <laughs> um, and yeah, he, he's just known for his, his deep, great voice. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. How about you, Mary? What is your, your other movie you picked? Uh, I picked Christmas Vacation, another classic. Um, mm-hmm. After fall- failing to get the Christmas lights to work one last time, Clark Griswold takes his frustration out on the plastic decorations in the front yard and then uh, Chevy Chase actually broke his pinky finger while punching Santa Claus. And so he <laughs> resorted to kicking and clubbing the decorations after that. And the film kept rolling, and that was the take they actually used. So, I mean, just got to keep going. 
Yeah, and just if you go break with your, it. Break your finger. Um, and then, despite being a Christmas movie, Christmas Day is actually never seen in this. It actually ends on Christmas Eve, which is interesting. And then, oh, lastly, this is the only vacation film in which the family doesn't travel anywhere except the opening scene where they go into the woods to find a Christmas tree. Yes, and they forget the, to bring a saw. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they magically freezes. pull it out. Yeah, their daughter freezes. Yeah. That was such a good movie. <laughs> I know. How about All right. for you? Um, so for my other movie, I'm doing like a Home Alone 1 and 2. Okay. Just for the, the first one, I found a, a really interesting fact. So, God, what is his name again? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. I keep on forgetting his name <laughs> or mispronouncing it. So mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin, he had a stunt double, double who was a 30-year-old man. So this, I believe he was 12 at the time. So they found someone that could basically do and look like a 12-year-old who was a 30-year-old man. Very that short. is, uh, yeah, a very short man. And uh, good for him for maintaining his youthful looks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they probably just showed the back of his head, but yeah. Maybe. Who they knows? show his, the front of his head. That, that wouldn't work. Yeah, he probably has a beard. <laughs> well, he just doesn't look like the actor. Anyways. Oh, okay. I, I see. Okay, never mind. It's, it's less of a surprise than I thought. I thought it actually looked exactly no, like No, no. All right. Never mind. Never mind. All right. So for Home Alone 2... Um, so, so that was in our, New York, mostly. Yeah, Home Alone 2 was in New York. Our main actor, he was paid... Main actor, four... say his name, Brian. Macaulay I forgot Culkin. it again. Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Right? Macaulay Culkin. All right, so he was paid $4,500,000 to star in the film. It's the biggest salary ever for a 12-year-old child actor. Dang. So if I was 12, year old, 12 years old and I got $4,500,000, I'd, uh, you know, he should be pretty set for life. <laughs> just off that one film but Mm -hmm. yeah good for him and uh so this is the only home alone movie to feature real snow snow machine was used in parts of the scene but a blizzard actually engulfed the set and uh, it provided more snow than anticipated remember this is in new york where uh it actually snows quite a bit during the winter but the funny part is is they probably spent a lot of money to get the uh snow snow machine machine. yeah and then they didn't even need it (laughs) (laughs) that sucks yeah. Um, so this movie was actually shot in Plaza in the Plaza in Central Park in a Central Park suite. The phone number given for the Plaza was actually the working number, <laughs> which which is kind of interesting. I wonder if I'm sure there's some random person that saw the movie and saw the phone number and they're like, you know what, I'm going to call this phone number. And uh, I guess they actually were connected to the uh, Central Park suite. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. And uh, another fact is several of the cameras actually froze during the production of the film because it was so cold and uh, some technical difficulties there. (laughs) Well, those are some good uh, facts about the movies. And so hopefully that'll make you all look at the movies in a a different different way next time you watch them. All right, so for our second segment, some weird news for you guys. Um, for those who don't know, a 7.0 magnitude earthquake struck Alaska, causing um, you know damage. On Friday. And I, on Friday, and I have a rather somewhat funny but still rather sad story Uh-oh. that uh, <laughs> that happened during the thing. So here we go. So Brandon Slayton, who was alone soaking in his bathtub when the Alaska earthquake sh- shook, Mm-mm. or struck and uh you don't probably want to be in your bathtub but he 
was quoted saying that his the earthquake caused his bathwater to slosh forward and backwards. And before he knew it, he was threw out of the tub by the force of the waves. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, I don't know how big his bathtub is or how much like the waves push him out of the tub but uh he was thrown out of it and he says it was anarchy there's no pictures left on the wall there's no power there's no fish tank left Uh um i guess he has a fish tank so he ran into his son's room and after this shaking stopped and he found his fish tank shattered and the fish gasping for for breath on the floor this is is scary but uh he did uh managed to pick up the fish and put it in another bowl. Everyone, do not worry. The fish survived the earthquake. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you for so calling no us need, that. No need to worry about that. And this, this, this is another story. This is a really bizarre one I figured I'd share with you guys. So a Florida woman faces an aggravated assault charge after authorities say she passed gas. <laughs> not just passing gas. That's not aggravated assault. <laughs> she passed gas in a line at the dollar store. And she pulled the knife pulled the knife on a man who complained about it. What? So, uh, so yeah, don't complain if someone in front of you passes gas. She might have a knife, apparently. <laughs> so she pulled a small a small folding knife out of her purse because that's where people keep their knives, obviously, in the purses, <laughs> and told the victim she was going to gut him while moving as if to attack. So what the that heck? is scary. That is scary. Like that just makes you want to just flinch and go, "Oh my goodness," you know. Someone's going to gut me with a knife just for maybe he just politely said, uh, point it the other way. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But uh, you probably you're probably best not to comment if someone farts in public. Just, uh, you know, take a breath of fresh air the other direction and then just hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah. So those are two pretty interesting stories. I hope you guys enjoyed that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, for this last segment, um, I was reading about a marketing prank that went on this week, or recently at least. Um, Payless Shoe Stores um, decided to prank fashion influencers. They opened up a fake luxury store in Santa Monica called Palessi, fancier name and everything, and they started charging hundreds or thousands of dollars for their same shoes that they normally sell. Now, um, most Payless shoes sell for $20 to $40, but they uh, marked up shoes up to um, $1,800. Oh, wow. So <laughs> basically the what they did is they invited influencers to the store for a grand opening. And, you know, they made it all fancy. They made like a really fancy looking store, um, really high end looking shoe store. Um, and they invited influencers and they were completely fooled. They interviewed them and asked them about the shoes and they were People were saying they liked the high-end look and the quality um, and <laughs> the, how high-end they looked. And it was just this, like... Fancy. Yeah. And then after a while, they told each influencer that they had purchased Payless shoes instead. Um, fortunately for the people, they were refunded their money, but they got to keep the, cho- the shoes. <laughs> so um, that's good. And so basically, this is a social experiment because they... Shopping's all about marketing and right. brands spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on advertising and campaigns um, to create a particular mood that customers will hopefully want to buy into. And who better to help them than social media influencers who are, you know, posting on Instagram and um, sharing with all of their, you know, large, fo- like, huge amount of followers. 
Um, Payless is not known for being luxurious at all. So it's really funny that fashion influencers um, fell for this. Uh, Payless, like I said, is known for their cheap prices between um, 20 and $40. Payless has recently fallen because of the shift to online shopping amid declining sales. Last year, they had to close many stores, um, including the one in Issaquah by where I live. Which Aww. resulted in a loss. I mean, I don't shop there, but in a loss of thousands of jobs. Uh, while this is clearly a serious time for the brand, it decided to take a lighthearted approach by drawing attention to itself by taking on the most intangible entity, the social media influencer. I mean, the amount of publicity that they're getting for this stunt is crazy. Yeah, it seems like it's a good idea because yeah. uh, everyone's it really like. It shows how people are like really fall for that price tag. They're like, Oh, I wouldn't want to, like, these shoes are not good quality because they're $20, but they're willing to pay, like, hundreds of dollars for the exact same <laughs> shoe. Like, it's like people are not paying attention to, like, the cheaper styles are still. Yeah, they, they don't really understand, like, the, the the idea behind the material. They just see a price and they're like, ooh, fancy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they see, like, the fancy label Palessi instead of Payless shoes. And... <laughs> They're just, they're paying so much money for the exact same pair of shoes. And that just really, this is probably going to help pay less, honestly, like at least for a little while. They're getting so much publicity about this and they're never in the news usually. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, they can uh, just start another brand called Palessi and sell $1,000 shoes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll see what they do in 2019. <laughs> All right, so remember to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so that new episodes will be available on your phone as soon as we release new content. This year, treat yourself for to a free audiobook for the holiday season. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks that play on any device, anytime, anywhere. SAS Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SSS podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. And please review, leave a review on iTunes and we'll give you a special shout out on our next podcast. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SAS stories, sarcasm, and on Instagram at SAS stories, sarcasm. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, go Zags beat the Huskies tonight. Woo.